0: Hello and welcome to today's Inside Energy and uh, Utilities. Today we're taking a look at the uh, news stories over the last uh, couple of weeks or so that uh, grabbed my attention and it's all net zero related. So the first one that grabbed my eye uh, was um, the record that was broken quite a few days ago well over a week ago I think maybe uh, eight nine days ago where Britain broke its first uh, broke its record of uh, going one month without coal-fired electricity generation um, which is a massive milestone and a major achievement. Uh, So it is, what was the record at the time? Um, 30 days, 7 hours, 36 minutes or more than 727 hours in total without um, coal-fired electricity generation. That hadn't happened since the industrial revolution. Um, so this is great news. Now, obviously, the, um, the reason for this is uh, largely due to the uh, lockdown uh, of the coronavirus, which has seen uh, demand plummet by uh, 15% in April. The other sort of uh, thing that it sort of highlights to me is um, very much that uh, renewables are now a, a very integral, part of the generation mix now most people probably wouldn't be surprised but actually when I joined the industry not not that long ago for years uh, renewables were seen as too expensive and uh, and probably not realistic as a mix in the um, Generation. I know that sort of changed, but actually what's interesting is that they are very cost-effective and, and an integral part to uh, to the energy mix, uh, which is very exciting when, when we look at the future. So it's, it's a great record uh, and a great milestone, and uh, hopefully uh, we can keep breaking uh, this record as, as time goes on, even in, uh, in more normal times uh, after the lockdown. The um, second uh, sort of story is very much related to... Um, Commitments to net zero. I have been since the start of twenty twenty. I've been very impressed with commitments to um, to net zero, and um, one of the things that stood out to me is the uh, commitment to net zero from a variety of sectors, and. Um, in particular the um, oil and gas um, sector has has surprised me um and uh, bernard looney the chief exec of bp um has recently come out again and i think this is the second time where um he mentions that covid uh, 19 has deepened uh, his commitment to, to net zero emissions um now if there ever was a time where um oil majors had an excuse not to commit to net zero i suppose this is it, that they're, they're being um, hit from, from, from all angles, if you like, there was an oil price war which which saw oil prices uh, go negative, which is never seen before. On top of that, you have uh, demand plummet um, to uh, unseen levels before due to COVID-19. Um, and uh, it is twice now that, that I've seen uh, the chief exec of BP commit to, to net zero. Um, uh, I know that from certain parts of the media this this is sort of met with scepticism, um, I would probably applaud uh, this commitment um, to, uh, because I I think commitment to, to a net zero future is uh, is absolutely essential and it's going to be very exciting to see what, what the future holds. So I uh, for one uh, applaud the oil majors, now I know BP wasn't the only one, I know Shell and, and Total have also committed it and I think it's a very, um, positive move for the industry when uh, oil majors commit to net zero even even throughout this time and, and, and I think we, we should um, applaud that. And the um, third story again is related to net zero and, and COVID-19 recovery um, where um, Boris Johnson promises to prioritise low carbon investment in uh, the UK COVID-19 recovery. The prime minister says commitment to net zero transition is undiminished and tells MPs the aviation sector should look to curb CO2 emissions once flights resume and pressure mounts on EU for a green stimulus package. And I think this is all set against the light of um, understanding that we are in very serious times um, and that um, most likely the next year or so is going to look, you know, from an economic point of view is going to look very rough and that there will be uh, some uh, stimulus and, 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 and bailout packages so that will need to be uh, agreed. And obviously the aviation sector is, is in, um, in in stark focus at the moment. My view is that, that other areas of um, the economy will follow. And, and I, I think the, the aviation industry is very much at, at, at the forefront of this, but I think many more will will um, um, will follow, unfortunately. But um, again, what is interesting to see is that there are many calls um, to have any stimulus uh, package or, or any bailouts um, uh, with a uh, pledge to a, a reduction of uh, CO2 emissions so again um for me the positive thing to to 2020 and, and there isn't much to, to be positive about but what has been positive is that i've seen very very clear commitments to net zero at the start and, and even as covid-19 started to to take its uh, its impact um more and more um, um uh, corporations uh, and and sections of society have uh, committed to um to uh net zero and, and even uh, now uh, you know, Prime Minister Johnson has given a clear indication that he remains committed to accelerating the uh, UK's decarbonisation uh, efforts. So this is all all very welcome. So those are sort of the three stories I uh, wanted to pick out uh, at the middle of this week. Uh, I'll try and do this much more regularly and then trying to sort of round up some stories. But for me the focus has all been uh, surrounding the um, commitment to uh, to net zero and, and how we uh, as a society hopefully will use uh, COVID nineteen as, as a rallying uh, cry to uh, to uh, address uh, other global crises like uh, climate change. So I think that was the news roundup. I'll be very interested to um, to hear your thoughts. Uh, should I keep doing this? Is this format uh, okay? And uh, yeah, I hope to um, hope to hear your feedback. Please get in touch either via LinkedIn or uh, or Twitter.